Hey, you're listening to Worst Day Ever, the podcast dedicated to the horror stories, the shit shows, the worst days on set, told firsthand from the filmmakers who survived them. I'm your host, Tom Taher. On today's episode, we have Jamal McClurkin. On Instagram, he goes by JDM Creative. And Jamal, his story, I think, is very relatable. Kind of speaks to leaving a piece of equipment at home when you need it for a shoot. I think in some way, we've all probably done this in some capacity or another. And his worst day ever story kind of centers around that idea. So I'll let Jamal take it from here. My name is Jamal, and this is my worst day ever. So first off, I just really want to start by saying I did not have the traditional film background. I never went to film school. I never had a mentor to show me anything. I just had my iPhone 6 and YouTube. Um, so I started back in 2016, 17, making vlogs. Uh, and that was kind of like when I really started to love to use cameras and to create stuff. I was getting a lot of references. Um, and this one particular reference had come from a really, really long time uh, client that really, really had a lot of confidence in me. He was always saying, oh, Jamal, he's a really good videographer. He's a really good person to, to do the social media for you. You need to hire him. So there's one particular client I had uh, who was in the fitness world. I had been doing um, a really, really good job, like I said. So she had already spoke highly of me. We had this consultation. It was in Beverly Hills. It was really, really nice. Uh, She told me, you know, her whole vision, her dreams of what she wanted to do um, long term, not only short term, but long term. Um, So we had this really, really nice business meeting where we met face to face um, and we got to really know each other. The vibes and energy were amazing. The client um, had seen my work. Obviously, she knew I did a really, really good job, and um, she knew I could make her vision come to life. So there was already a lot of trust um, that was built up. My client was already warm to me, so it it couldn't have been any easier. Everything was going really, really good for that meeting. We talked for about an hour or two. Um, I sent her a treatment and a follow-up email right after we talked when I got home, the whole nine yards. Um, So the next week, uh, we're coming up to the shoot, and she had this live kind of um, classroom fitness um, stuff that she was doing, and she had a class of about 20 to 25 people, and it was her grand opening, so she was really, really excited about doing this, which is why she wanted to hire a videographer, not only for that event, but like for the long term. So um, I knew when I filmed this event that I would get no take backs for this particular instance, and also it was my time to like really make a great first impression on her um, and so that was really very really important to me for like long-term business you know I made sure the night before um, everything was good the next day leading up to the shoot uh, I made sure all my SD cards were uh, cleared from my Panasonic GH5 I made sure all the batteries from my um, cameras were charged my camera my DJI Ronin um, my lenses made sure that they were clean woo woo hit that boom I was good to go I was feeling really really good that day I'll never forget That was like one of the best days I had woken up and felt like ever. I I thought to myself, Jay, you're going to knock this out of the ballpark. So it's just kind of ironic how I'm talking about this story. Um, I got to the location early. It was it was in Santa Monica. I, I live in the valley, um, Sherman Oaks at that time. So I, I gave myself some time to get there. There was no traffic. I was like, man, this is a beautiful day. The sun was out. It was a nice little studio where she had been doing her classes. Uh... 
you know, she had this was her first time being there, but you know, it was a kind of like a ballet setup. But it was it was a nice location nonetheless. I was talking to her, uh, my client, um, the students. Uh, for the fitness lesson that she was going to give, we're coming in saying, I was saying hi, I was introducing myself. Hey, you know, hey, I'm Jamal, I'm the videographer for today. If you're feeling uncomfortable, just let me know. If you don't want to be on camera, I did the whole thing. I feel like I was very, very professional. Um, the client did her intro for her opening day class, and she was very, very grateful for everybody to be there. Her energy was really, really high, and it was a bigger class than what she expected. I think it was like 30 people, and this place could really only hold like 15, so it was really tight. Um, my camera bag had to even be moved like to the next room uh, in the lobby because it was just... Um, that she needed more floor space because there's so many people that had came so i'm like man like not only is she happy that more people came but she's about to have this beautiful you know visual and pictures and things like that because uh, i'm about to hit it out of the ballpark so the class is about to start they had about five minutes and um she kind of had put the the women through this self warm-up type of deal where they she just put music on and people could just get themselves ready before she started her fitness class so i took that time okay while you know the girls are getting ready and they're doing what they need to do um, i'm just gonna take my camera out you know fire it up make sure all my settings are good you know so i can really kill this so i reached into my camera bag and I couldn't film my video camera, my Panasonic GH5. I didn't really think anything of it. I'm like, oh, I'll probably just put it to the side or something like that. I opened my bag and only one camera was there, which is my photography camera. You can imagine, guys, my heart dropped. Um, I, I always carry two cameras, one for video, one for photography. But my Canon T3i was really good, um, you know, with, with the pictures. But in, in camera video mode, it didn't even film 4K. So and I knew that the majority of this was she wanted a really, really dope video. Like I said, my heart dropped. It was racing. At the same time, um, as she was starting to get the class ready and I was realizing that I didn't have my camera, um, I knew that I had to be kind of calm because, you know, you're dealing with the client and you don't want them to kind of feel like, you know, you're sweating because it's going to make them nervous. So I took my photography camera out. I was sweating, um, but I knew I, I had to keep calm, like I said. So my first thought was, where's my camera obviously my second thought was like i said just stay calm jay breathe and relax so this is what i did i grabbed my photography camera uh, which was really bad at video like i said didn't even shoot 4k um and i just started snapping pictures and kind of faking like i was filming to figure out how to use this camera i had never done video on this canon t3i i never bought it for that that was never its meaning um i didn't even know how to get to like the video settings because the the um canon menu was so much more different than the panasonic menu i was i was shocked I didn't know where anything was on the Canon, so I just started to fake film. Like as they were going, I was fake filming and moving with them, but I wasn't even recording. I was trying to figure out where the record button was actually. So I ended up figuring out how to start recording about halfway through the class, but I knew like the footage was horrible and excuse my French, but I knew I was fucked. So luckily I did know how to get right angles and I did kind of figure out how to get the camera to actually start recording in the settings that I wanted. Um, so I knew that she would be able to do like quick IG promotions for a little small 15 second bites for her Twitter or whatever um, she wanted to use it for. But definitely nothing where I could play a clip that was more than like two seconds for sure because it was just so bad. 
So after the shoot, the client wanted to see some of the footage. I showed her some photos, I showed her some clips, but as videographers, we all know that the footage always looks better on the monitor, like on your camera monitor, than it actually sometimes does on your actual, you know, big monitor at home when you're when it's in the editing booth. So I was kind of nervous, like, what am I gonna see on this monitor when I get home and put my SD card in? After the shoot on the drive home, it was crazy how it, it was the same exact beautiful day. The sun was out, people were running, but I felt like absolute shit. Uh, excuse my French again, because I knew the client gave me the most money and I probably gave them the worst video footage of my life. Um, and you know, guys, you work so hard to get that high paying client. Your, your portfolio is great. Everything's good. Um, and then you do the worst quality shoot of your life. So I get home, I see my freshly charged camera sitting on my desk where I left it, my SD card cleared and still in my laptop, both were on the desk because I was rushing out and left it. I got the footage back and you know, the whole time, you know how clients are, they're texting you, don't forget this, don't forget this, I'm so excited for this, oh, do you remember that moment where I taught this certain exercise and I'm thinking in my head as I'm texting her like, I have none of this footage, I'm completely fucked like i i knew i was because after reviewing the footage i didn't even really get as many clips as i thought i got so i knew like what i had was pretty much what i had to kind of impress her with and at the same time i knew that that wasn't going to impress her so um when it came time to, to deliver the video i edited it and i was like sweating bullets like i know she's going to ask me about this part and where was this part and where was this part I couldn't tell her hey i was fake filming at this point because i didn't know how to use my camera like i, I couldn't say that Basically, I sent the client the finished product um, through Dropbox and she didn't respond for like three or four hours. And I was kind of really nervous, like, why isn't she responding? What's going on? She texted me back and it was as bad as I had thought it was going to be. And she was like, you came for two hours and this is all that we have. Like we were supposed to do a YouTube video uh, and cut that up into little Instagram parts. And you kind of gave me this video with like two or three second clips. I can't really even see myself and you're using words and that's not kind of what we talked about. What's going on? She was like, and you forgot this part. You forgot this part. You forgot this exercise. This was like the main exercise I came here to do. And I knew I had none of it. So I just had to come clean. And I just said, Hey, Honestly, this is what happened. I forgot my camera. I, I messed up, you know. I've never made this mistake in my life. Uh, I just thought being honest would kind of like help the situation. Then I said, hey, you know, um, what I will do for you is I'll come back to another class free of charge and I'll even throw an extra class in there because I messed this up so bad. Uh, and I'll do two more videos for you free of charge. Um, I'm so sorry about this. And she didn't say anything for like a day or two. And then she hit me back again and said, hey, I was wondering, can I get a refund still? Because that was my opening day class and you kind of fucked it up and I don't really want any other class. I don't know if I'll have that many people there. Um, so I, I would, I'll just take the what you gave me and maybe I can get like half my money back or whatever and we can go from there. So um, I said, yeah, sure. I gave her her money back and never really heard from her again. She hit me back one time for like her free visual, but after I gave her the free visual, I never heard back from her again. And I actually saw her at another event and I was actually shooting and I was just so embarrassed. Like she's probably telling everybody right now that this is the worst videographer I ever met. 
So yeah, I don't know if anybody's ever left their camera or or, or you know screwed up a big time situation, but that was really like one sort certain situation I can recall in my head because just simply because I got paid the most the most amount of money and I fucked up the hardest, you know. So that's like really one story that will always stand out in my filming career. And that pretty much wraps up this episode. Thank you, Jamal, for coming on and sharing your worst day ever. What I really like about this story is it kind of speaks to the videographer. You know, not not everyone listening to this is going to be a cinematographer or shooting feature films. I ideally want this to be a podcast that features, you know, everybody, everyone that works in filmmaking as a whole. If that's a concert videographer, a drone photographer, steadicam operators, cinematographers, directors, producers. I kind of wanted this to be worst days of an all-encompassing matter because I think all departments that work in film have worst days ever. So Jamal's story kind of speaks to that videographer, you know, tier of things where you could have everything prepared and still, no matter how prepared you are, sometimes you still forget stuff and kind of the aftermath that follows. So thank you once again, Jamal, for coming in and sharing your story. And if you are enjoying the podcast so far, please consider subscribing or even just sharing with a friend. And I can't tell you how much that actually really does help. You know, the more that this is shared around increases my ability at being able to reach out to other filmmakers and have them come on and share their story. And lastly, if you have a story that you would like to share on the podcast, head over to worstdayever.film and it's .film instead of .com. And I have a section on there. There's a form. You can fill it out. And yeah, I mean, I record these in Los Angeles. So if you're in the area and kind of want to pop by and, you know, record your story, I'm sure everyone would love to hear it. But yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's a wrap on this episode. Tune in next week. Mm -hmm.